Hey everybody, welcome back to Stray Noir, an Orphan Black podcast. I'm Logan. I'm Tim. And I'm Mina. And we have a special guest on this episode. Uh, the big bad for uh, season four, Jessalyn Wanlim. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, we are so excited to talk to you. So, oh my God, it's an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Oh no, no, that, that's it's the our, pleasure's all ours. Yeah, our <laughs> pleasure. Sorry, I'm gonna be a little flustered. So it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, so um, I guess uh, let's jump. In. We have some questions for you. So okay. um, I guess let's jump in. Um, were you a fan of the show at all before you were cast? I was actually I watched the first two seasons and then I kind of got lost with the timing of everything because I didn't know when the show was airing so I um when I got the role I crashed course the the third season before I got on set so I made sure I I knew what I was getting into before I yeah <laughs> if you weren't on this season the time change probably definitely wouldn't help uh, you keeping up with the show because they swapped to Thursdays yeah, and also because I was watching it on Amazon, so I wasn't watching it like during the time that on BBC America when it was airing at mm. all. So, yeah, I was kind of playing catch up for the first two seasons, but I did it, and it was so cool to be a part of. <laughs> did you did you have to audition for the role, or did you get a call? Um, I had to put myself on tape because I'm in LA, so um, the film. The, the show shoots in Toronto, so I had to send my tape up to Toronto. And um, that's just kind of how the ball started rolling. And it was a whirlwind of a, probably four days. It was probably over the weekend. I like sent it over on a Friday, and then on a Monday or Tuesday, I got the call that I got the job. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was really cool. Did uh, did you know? Sorry, did you know you were uh, like when they cast you? Did you know, like the role that you were gonna play, that you were gonna be the big bad, or? Um... Um, I knew that I was going to be a a pretty big role in terms of like how many episodes I was gonna be in, but I had no idea that I was gonna be as evil as <laughs> as. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody anticipated that, but um, halfway through the season, I guess everything kind of unfolded, and then I was reading the script for episode six, and I was like, "Wow, this she's kind of an awful human being." So. <laughs> yeah, because when we see first see you in the the premiere, you're li mm -hmm. I mean, you have like one, maybe two lines of dialogue. Yeah, because it was a flashback, so we went back yeah. to. Dr. Leakey was still alive. Um, so they kind of just had to make sure that they started the, the series, the season in the right place, just refreshing everybody's mind about what, you know, what Beth's story was. Yeah. I, that, that, I love that, that pilot. It, I mean, I, I guess I should say, I wish you were in it more, but I, not pilot premiere. I meant, but that premiere, yeah. it caught me so off guard from where the last season ended. I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Cause you're like, why is all this leaky still alive and everything? But I love I him. Did... I love him so much. <laughs> He's so tall. He's so tall. Is he? 
<laughs> Did you have yeah. to like stand on a, a a crate when you were? No, they they had me in four inch heels, so I actually oh. managed. Okay. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for uh, Evie, did you do like? Was there any research involved? Because the character obviously had like a, a background of uh, childhood illnesses, or right. th- like, did you do any research for that, or anything to get into character? Um. Well, I did research. I started to do research when I got the role, and I looked up because the her disease changed a couple times. Um, Oh, that's interesting. So I really couldn't, I couldn't like hunker down on one exact thing, but I think it was more about just being like relating to the idea of being sick, growing up constantly, having parents that were fighting to make your life possible. Um, So I don't think necessarily focusing on a specific disease was the research that I was doing. It was just more about where she came from and why she what her motive is for doing what she does yeah there, there's a there's an adage that goes back to uh, i think it's stan lee i'm a big comic book guy but he okay. said that the key to like a good villain is that they're they never think of themselves as the bad guy that right. what they're trying to do is in their minds the absolute right thing to do Exactly. And I think I Evie is, yeah. The whole time. yeah. Did you, sorry, <clears throat> as I say, did you stay in character between scenes, like kind of mentally plotting out the downfall of certain crew members or were you able to turn, <laughs> turn it off and on? They, the, the, it was actually the opposite because I, because I was such a scary, evil person. I had to switch it off the minute we yelled cut because it was just exhausting being that mean. <laughs> and also because I'm such a playful person and goofy person, I have to keep my spirits up when I'm on set. So I'm always cracking jokes as much as I can. You know, if I have a major scene, I'm going to focus on that, obviously. But for the most part, I was trying to be as opposite as Evie as possible. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you got to shoot a scene, uh, a multi-clone scene. Uh, yes. What is that like? Well, it took almost the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have this camera called the Technodolly, and it's a really expensive camera that memorizes and maps out the scene. So it records the movement. So every time we did a take, it was the same camera movement. Um, so we started with that and we started with her as Cosima. Yeah. We started her at her, her as Cosima and then we did a few of those takes and then you have to, it was weird because we had to mime out the, our words. We couldn't say anything at one point cause we had our, our voices in our earpiece. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing a couple takes of that and then we swap out Catherine, who plays her double, as a tennis ball instead, so that there's... <laughs> yeah, so it's weird, because, like, when they do the crossover, um, you, the effects guys need as little space as possible for Tap to be able to move behind her other clone. So it was, like, a whole process, and then we had to do it all over again as Tat as um, Sarah. 
So it was very cool to watch for sure because they split the screen and you can see how everything's working. And it's kind of amazing because they use like Catherine's left like arm mm. that cat rest of the body. So they managed to connect everything together, which is that's crazy. So, yeah, that's so it's crazy. I had no idea about the about the earpiece. I assumed that you just, just reset your lines because I know that you know, do that in some shows where they kind of like swap the cameras on the sides. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the gen, for the big shot, you know, we had to, we had to make sure that I think it was just for spacing and timing and everything. Um, but yeah, it that was the hardest part was like not saying anything, but doing the mime so that I don't know, so that the other person could talk, and it was just weird. But it was so cool. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I, re I remember once watching like something in, about Back to the Future 2. Like, I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that, but, you know, uh, Michael J. Fox plays, like, multiple characters in one scene. Okay. And, like, how they had to film it was, like, so crazy to me. And that that seemed, like, the way you guys did it does seem simpler, but also seems so, I, like, I just, that's a lot of time <laughs> to film. It is I mean, it's five minutes of screen time, maybe, and it took a whole day to shoot. That's, yeah. Oh, man. And then at the end, like in post-production, they're doing all of, you know, everything else, hours and hours of work to get those two scenes together, two two clones together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so uh, did you have a, uh, like a favorite scene to shoot? Um... Looking back, I think it was the nice little standoff between Rachel and Evie at the end of the season. Um, yeah. Just because yeah. it was like two powerheads just <laughs> going at each other and trying to see who's going to come out on top. So in hindsight, that was my favorite scene. But while I was shooting it, I was nervous as can be. Mm. <laughs> You both have you both have two great Bob haircuts. Personally, yes. I like yours better. But. <laughs> Hers is really harsh. <laughs> um, did, did, what, I guess what was it like filming your character's death? Because okay, that's not exactly something you you know you film every day. Um, I was really sad because it was the last. We shot were too. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Evie was dying. I was like, wait, is that it? You know? I, I it was just yeah. so un unexpected. Yeah, so soon. it kind of came out of nowhere, and it was, like, one scene, and she kind of couldn't redeem herself, and it just came and went, like, really fast. Um, filming it was nerve-wracking, because, like, that room was so scary to, to walk into. To yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we talked about that. I, I commented that, like, that table seems exceptionally large and just yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool, though, because it was, like, a completely empty room. And Aaron Morton, the DP, had that whole beam of lighting on top. So we didn't have any other lights, really. Mm, wow. Um. But it was kind of, it was, it was interesting to do because I, I wasn't really thinking of, oh my God, this is my death scene. It was more, oh my God, I want to make this a good death scene. <laughs> You're like, how, how does one die? Well, having right. seen so many characters die on screen, yours was really good. 
Um, Thank you. you. Uh, I, I bring this up a lot in other podcasts I do. There's there's a death in uh, the last Christian Bale Batman movie by an Academy Award winning actress that's horrible and it makes me laugh. Yours was so much better. So now when I watch that movie, I'll just replace your death scene with hers and in my mind. So. <laughs> well, also because it was all uh, visual effects, the what the bot yeah. was me. So I didn't know how. I honestly, I thought my skin was gonna like melt and my face. Oh wow! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they ended up making it look a little less gruesome. So that was nice to see. Because I honestly thought that my like bone structure was gonna just. (laughs) Well, because the way we'd seen kind of the uh, the cheek worm thing earlier in this, they kept like cutting away from the death. Right. So you think it's just going to be so horrifying. And yeah. hers was, I mean, it was still gruesome, but not like, oh, her face melted off. So. Right. Um, did, did y'all happen to have a nickname for the, the cheek worm on set? Because I have one. I call it the, the term. <laughs> the churn? Churn. Like worm, cheek, or cheek, cheek worm. worm. Oh, wow. We just called it the bot, I think. Bot. That's what I've been that's, calling it. That's, they what, keep that's what they call it. On the it's, yeah. it's going to catch on. I'm telling you guys. Churn. <laughs> And the term is, you know, we've seen the end of it. So, I don't know. Maybe season five will bring it back, but I doubt it. Well, well, I guess well I... actually, no, they're melding the two together, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the clones, if, the germs. Comebacks, speaking of comebacks for next season, um, we, got, we got a flashback with Leaky this season. So, is there any chance of more Eevee next season? I mean, I would sure hope so, but I don't know where they're going. You know, they're they're always brainstorming, John and Graham, and it's really up to them and where the story's gonna start back when we get back to season five. But as far as I know, I'm done. <laughs> well, uh, I I would like to see more Evie, especially more Evie and Leaky, especially because next season's gonna be the last season. That's so heartbreaking. So, yeah. oh. well, we kind of, I kind of knew that it was going to come to an end after the fifth season while we were shooting. Mm. Um, because, I mean, honestly, how can the story is so good and the fact that they can go out on their own terms and yes. end the, the fifth season that they want to finalize the story? I think it's, I think it's really well done on their part. Like it, it, it's just a show that can't go on forever. There has to be a resolution. Yeah, it, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely nice that they get to plot their own ending rather than have a network go, "Oh no, you're done." Like that, right. that's it. You don't get. Yeah, anything. that would be just heartbreaking. You know, <laughs> not getting a, a final resolution. Resolution, yeah. But there is talk maybe about a spinoff of some sort, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, I, well, I say we. I talk about this constantly, that my, my spinoff, the, what I want is art and fee, like running a detective agency and solving oh crimes. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And like, I will take any spinoff that I get, but as long as it involves art and fee, I, like that's okay. <laughs> I'll take it too, man. It's such it's such a good show, and I think they've developed all these characters so well that you just fall in love with each one of them, no matter how hor- horrible they are, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, going back earlier in the season, 
the the baby that we see on screen was freaky enough. Was it yeah. as freaky in real life or even more so? You know, I wasn't on set when they shot that. Um, so I wasn't able to, like, see what they did. But I'm pretty sure that was all visual effects afterwards. Because at the beginning, in the in the first episode, when you see the dead guy, um, mm, the, that, was all, yeah. that was all effects. Um, Wait, after. you're telling me they didn't get a real guy and cut that cheek open? Yeah. <laughs> No, like in the in the for the the actual shot, they actually drew like a, a square or an area of his face that the that the effects was gonna be. Mm -hmm. um, mm. So I think that was maybe the same way that the baby had like, or maybe they made it. I don't know. So but I thought I remember seeing on the the after the black like some fun facts that they. They had made one, so I guess if it, if it, that was true, I was curious. Oh, I do remember. Just as you know, I guess kind of yeah, a weird thing. Yeah, they probably did make it. I I would assume that because that's a baby. There's no way. I don't know. I want to know who owns that prop if they made it. Like, surely that's something you're like, no, nobody. Like, we're just tearing this apart when we're done with it. Like, nobody should have this. It's so gruesome. I think it would be pretty cool to be like, I made that. <laughs> true. Uh, I'm I, not gonna. I'm not gonna like display it on my show. But. That, there are very few things in the show that that I that I've watched and gone. Uh, I, oh, I could have done without that. But that is definitely one. Like I think I was eating dinner as I was watching. Oh, I was like, oh no. no! Oh no! Mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Uh. You're. Uh. Do you have a like a favorite character or favorite clone? Um, my favorite character is Felix. Yes, Fee is, Fee is amazing. I mean, mine's I, Art, but... <laughs> I think Art's been a badass all season. I think he really stepped up his game this year. Um, but I just love Fee. I love how dramatic he is, but how how he's just a part of the clone club and really cares for everybody in it and really tries. And he's just hilarious to just watch. So is, is you never know what he's gonna do, what he's gonna wear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he the he's the is he the one character you would say you wish you got to, to kind of have a, a good uh, like a grand scene with. I was dying to play with Jordan. Yeah, I just wanted him to rip Evie a new one, but <laughs> it never happened. It's so great and when he does it to Rachel. <laughs> I know. See, and I was like, I just want that scene to happen for me, but. It never did. We never crossed paths. But, I mean, hey, I got to work with a bunch of clones. So <laughs> that that is a great payoff. Like, at least I wasn't stuck underground, you know, in a lab doing my thing all day. So Yeah. Go on me. Oh, I was just saying, um, other than Felix being your favorite character, did, do you have a favorite clone? Um, I love Crystal. Yes. Crystal's amazing. <laughs> Just because of her personality. I think she's a phenomenal addition, hopefully, to Clone hopefully. <laughs> I love that she's what just like, think? I'm not, like, this clone thing is not real. I don't look anything like this person. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> when we did the table read for that that um, episode, we were all just dying because it was so funny. And 
yeah, it was, she's great. Chris is amazing. I, her addition last year, I was like, I hope she comes back. I hope she comes back. I think I even got I shouted down. Could. So by people like, no, she won't be in the clone club. And now she might be in the clone club. So that's, it's fine. She has to be. It's the last season. I think they're going to, they're going to run Tatiana to the ground with all the clones. <laughs> she has to yeah. <laughs> You know, I, like there's only so much. It's it's exhausting to see her do her thing. I, I can't imagine. Does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she can only do two clones a day because her brain will explode. Um, they better bring back Tony next year. Oh, I hope so. I don't know if that was uh, a storyline that was really working for the show. I, I seem to be the only one that was like, "Oh, I like this. This is fun." I know a lot of people are like, "Ah, what is this?" So I, I know I, I, enjoyed I was it, really confused. I like to see him pop <laughs> back just at least once for the last season, but yeah, I wasn't as crazy about that that story yeah. personally. Nah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> real, real quick, going back to you saying that Felix was your favorite character. I know a lot of actors have different accents on TV, like such as Hugh Laurie's House, and but uh-huh. of hearing the the actor's actual voice on um, like interviews, I think it's the biggest the biggest one that's ever like kind of like thrown me off. I was like, that's right. not Felix. What, 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 what's up with that voice? Did, yeah. Was that strange meeting him for the first time after hearing him talk British, the, you know, the whole time? Well, I knew he was Canadian, so I kind of knew what to expect. Mm. Um, but when, you know, when they're working on set, he's doing his accent and same with, with Tat when she's playing Sarah or Rachel, mm-hmm. she's always in her accent. Mm. Yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, I can't imagine having to come out of that and then go back into it. So yeah, so j- they just keep it on during the day when they're filming, but obviously when you know they're not working, it's always nice to hear their voices in a normal. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I went down a little uh, internet rabbit hole uh, when okay. researching like you when you came on the show. And I found um, a YouTube series. Oh my god! <laughs> called uh, Filipino Girl. Yeah. What? What's? How did that come about? Um, it came out of boredom. <laughs> if if I anybody, think... I will say, if anybody hasn't watched it, go watch it. Like, just search Filipino Girl on YouTube. It's it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I might bring it back if. If I um, if I find the time to do it, but it was honestly me unemployed as an actor, <laughs> playing around with my Filipino accent because my mom is Filipino, mm. and um, I just you know the stories that I can tell like these are actual stories in my real life, and I just turn them into funny little skits for fun. Oh, but. it's fantastic. I, I watched just clips just like over and over, just skipping around <laughs> and enjoying. Um, and, and then I stumbled upon one that wasn't. It was you talking uh, about, I think, a movie yeah. you were about to do. Mm-hmm. And your your little dog was so adorable. <laughs> She's been, do, do you have the video on or can, you can only hear my voice? Yeah, I, oh, yeah, we can I, see. I, I, oh. don't, I don't have video uh, I'm I'm in oh. the sto- I'm in the Stone Age. <laughs> it's, it's adorable. Okay, well, I can see. Oh. <laughs> and then I have my my big 
big shepherd on the floor right here. Aww. Yeah. They're both, they're both tuckered out, just laying there. Yeah. Well, it's hot out, so they're like, this sun sucks. We're, we're just going to sleep. <laughs> well, uh, real quick about the, the Filipino Girl web series. If you want an idea, I think, I guess you in the Filipino accent ranting about all these girls that look the exact same would be pretty funny. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, so there are these clones that, that look exactly the same. And I don't understand why anybody would want to have anybody that looks exactly like them. Because they were beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. That was great. Wow. <laughs> oh. <Goodness. laughs> That was weird. <laughs> no, that's incredible. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah, everybody should go watch those. They're, they're so great. I, if you bring them back, um, I, I'm pretty. I def, I think I subscribe to your channel, so I, I I'll be looking forward to, uh, to getting more of them. Um, I'm getting a couple requests, so um. I might consider it. I don't know. If I'm bored, because I'm going to be back in Toronto for another project, if I'm bored out of my mind, I'll I'll find a way to do a, a couple episodes. <laughs> okay, that's a little tease. Can you tease it more? What 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 do you have coming up? Um, I'm working on a new Canadian series for CBC Network. It's called Working Moms, and it's a comedy, so it's the complete opposite of what I've been doing. <laughs> Um, well, you've done comedy before, though. Well, I do. The majority of the stuff I do is comedy. Yeah. 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 I mean, Evie um, was a laugh riot, though. <laughs> pardon me? I, I was saying that Evie was a laugh riot on Orphan Black. Just everything she said was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a show called Working Moms, and I get to play a mom. So very different. And I start um, in about a month and a half in in canada but you know hopefully you know everybody else in the world will be able to watch it well there but, there are ways so yeah yeah for sure i mean it's just it's gonna be fun because it's women and um i'm all i'm all about female empowerment in this industry because it's so hard to come across female writers and you know this this woman Catherine reitman you've probably heard of her she's the star and creator and writer of this show and um she's the daughter of ivan reitman and the sister of jason reitman yeah yeah so she came up with this really great concept and we're all playing moms because that's just what her life is right now she's a new mom you're, you're about to start but do you happen to have any idea maybe what the when they're trying to get the show put out or you know, I couldn't even tell you. I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to say, because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll let you guys know on Twitter for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really like uh, Catherine Reitman. I mean, she's been in so much stuff. Uh, she, anybody that watches Always Sunny in Philadelphia, she's uh, one of the Ponderosas. She's the... Uh, Right, that's right, Tim. Right? Uh, yeah. Ma Maureen, I think, is her name. I know you watched that show. The, the la last time we saw her, she was like full cat person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's... She's also in Blackish right now too. That's right. Yeah, I knew she was in something else recently. Yeah, Blackish. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, she's she's one of the like board members at his job. She's fantastic. She's so funny. So I will definitely have to catch that. So yeah, I mean, I when I was reading because she sent me four, four of the scripts. Um, I think we're doing thirteen episodes, and the first four, I was literally just peeing in my pants reading it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "There's, I have to get this role because it's so funny," and you know, there's some really interesting scenes that I get to do and they kind of freaked me out on the paper so to be able to execute that in person it's gonna I think that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this so bad was because it really scared me uh, do you prefer the the kind of like the short season things or like I know uh you were in uh shoot I forgot which soap opera you were in but, oh, uh, all my children. Yes, all my children. Um, like, is do you prefer like this style or uh, like that has to be grueling shooting a soap opera? Um, soap operas. Well, because I was only I was a small role, so I didn't really have a lot uh, to do. Um, but it was still long hours on set sometimes, right. um, and they would shoot maybe two episodes a day, which was insane. But yeah. um, I'm all about working. And being able to be on set and making really good quality work. Mm -hmm. So however long, however hard and arduous the process is, I'm fully committed because I love doing what I do. So it doesn't really matter what, you know, how long or how hard or what kind of season, you know, how long it is. But um, that, that's... I guess that's inspiring. So most people complain a lot. Like you see celebrities complaining all the time about, oh, it's just so grueling on a film set. Yep. Yeah, it. You know what? It can be, but if you're, if everybody on set wants to do really good work, then that's that's ultimately everybody's dream, you know. But to, you know, you don't get that all the time. I've been on sets where I feel uncomfortable and I'm like, get me home. I don't, I'm not happy here. Um, but you know, when you're presented, you know, a project like Orphan Black, you're going to do your work. You're going to mm -hmm. step up and you're going to show what you can do because you were hired to do this amazing show. So. Oh, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Whatever else comes next for you, uh, for sure. Um, I, I dig that you're, you're passionate, especially about the, the female issue um, in Hollywood and in television. It's right. something that comes up on this show pretty frequently, mainly because I, I have seven nieces and no nephews. So I've wow. become super conscious about like female role models in movies and television for them. And like when I was growing up, it was all boys. Like we, I had two sisters. They were the only ones. When you're a kid, mm -hmm. you don't think about stuff like that. And now it's like on my mind constantly. When I watch a show, like, I don't know if you know what the Bechdel test is. Um, um, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's whether or not a show or a movie has two female characters that have an interaction with each other and right. talk about something that isn't their romantic relationship. And I did read that article. So yeah. many movies and shows cannot accomplish that. And I like, know. I mean, 
What's aggravating me the most right now is driving around Hollywood and seeing the posters for Now You See Me Too. Yes. And seeing one woman in that whole film, it just, it, it creeps me out because I'm like, we're half the population and we make men what they are. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't argue with that at all. So, yeah, I mean, the more the more women that are able to create content that, you know, and to be a part of it, I, I'm all for it. Like, I'm not I'm not very good at creating any of my own stuff, aside from Filipino Girl, but that was, that was <laughs> a little joke. Um, but, yeah, I just, I respect a lot of the women that are able to do it because it's tough in Hollywood to yeah. do that. Orphan Black. Yeah. Yeah. Orphan Black. It's it's wonderful that it succeeds on that level. Um, a lot of that does kind of tend to be because it's uh, Tatiana talking to herself a lot as right. different characters. But at least it's different characters of you know that are female in prominent roles. Um, I love Orange Is the New Black. That's another one that that I mean. 80 yeah. or 90% of that cast is female. Um, yeah. It's not a show I can like show my nieces and be like, here's some female characters. <laughs> but um, I appreciate that it's able to do stuff like that. And I always right. appreciate any actress that, that doesn't just sit there and go, well, I'll just take the roles I'm given. Like, no, fight, fight for something better because there's just I not agree. enough good female characters on television. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I will play. I love playing <laughs> Asian hookers and prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because they're just so human to me. So I just love bringing that quality to somebody. And, you know, they're just so fun. But I get, you know, I get why people are, you know, fighting for better roles and everything. But you got to love a good prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, quote of the day right there yeah. yep uh, i think that is a fantastic place to uh to end this because <laughs> we don't want to we do not want to take up too much of your time you've been far too gracious to to talk to us um no anything if you're if you have auburn university posted anywhere i am all for it i went to my first rose bowl game last year it was a sad one but <laughs> yeah I mean, it's kind of cool. Like I, Tim, you, I was like Auburn. Oh, my husband goes to Auburn. Went to Auburn. So, mm. well, you, you need to come to one of the Iron Bowl games. It gets, it gets. I mean, really that's what I did. I went to the Iron Bowl. I didn't go to the. <laughs> I went to the Iron Bowl. Mm. It's uh, it's it's definitely it's. I don't really know how to describe it. It's just a, a you you know you walk into the stadium and there's like a whole just like kind of a warmth inside you. You feel yeah. and just all the all the noise and it's like a concert, but so much more it's just it's it's crazy it's, it's yeah i feel like you're just bragging now <laughs> come, come on up logan we'll go to one i no yeah. no <laughs> no that's you a, have to go it's way too many people way too many people i was i was more um shocked with the amount of people that tailgate and how serious oh, tailgating definitely. is yeah um, uh, it's the south they take their college football sometimes way <laughs> too seriously yeah <laughs> But hey, man, if that's all you've got, then <laughs> sure. so, sometimes it definitely is all we've got. 
this this might be too personal, but I am kind of curious if you wouldn't mind answering. You're from Canada, and your husband did he would did he grow up in Auburn, or did he just go down here? So I, I guess how does a nice Canadian girl like you meet someone from like you know the like so so far away like Auburn? I know. Well, we we both lived in L.A. when we met each other, so okay. That, yeah. I met him and. The rest is history. We've been together forever, it seems like. But, um, yeah, he's full-blown Auburn all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That that just goes to show you, Tim, like some people, you know, from Auburn can succeed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't mean about L.A. That's all I'm curious. Yeah. Move away from Alabama. (laughs) That's how you succeed. I love going back to Auburn. I think it's a really great town. I think it's so cute and there's great food. Yeah, Auburn uh, is great. I, I, it, it's like the one place in Alabama that I will visit. <laughs> I've, I've been out to LA before, but it's, it's, you know, with down here in the South, uh, sweet tea's on tap, so it's, it's hard to get that out there in California. <laughs> and what about that pizza joint, that pizza place? What is it called? Little Italy, or? Oh, it's a different one. Gosh. Mellow mushroom. Or is that mellow it? mushroom. <laughs> uh, Tim and I had mellow mushroom this past weekend. We were yeah, in Charlotte, we did. so we went to Charlotte oh. for a nerd convention. So and nice. had mellow mushroom. <laughs> Very cool. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us and talking about uh, your uh, evil turn as Miss Evie no Joe. And we are gonna lobby for you to come back, at least in a flashback next season. I mean, mm-hmm. if they perfect this cloning technology, I mean, you know, they could clone you. Clone. Yes. Who knows if I have a clone, right? A Filipino um. clone. <laughs> we, we need we need good Evie. That's what we need. We need... Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that would be nice. Yeah, not evil Evie. So, uh, right. Um, but yeah, uh, you are on Twitter, because that, that is where uh, you... Uh, hooked up. Well, I was going to say hooked up with us. That sounds... But that, that is where we, uh, you, where we contacted you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to ask you what your Twitter handle is. Yes, my Twitter is at Je- Jesslyn Wanlim. And my short, name. Straight, straight to the point on that one. Yep, uh, yeah, pretty easy. Yeah, I, I should have done that, but I, I, I have a nerd Twitter handle. So it's at Deadpool1979, D-E-D-P-O-O-L-1979. I'm on Twitter at Timothy, T-I-M-O-T-H-A-Y. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Mina Ann, M-I-N-A-A-N-N-E. And Tim, Mina, and I will be back sometime next week with our season wrap-up. We do a, a, a quote-unquote award show that we call the Orphan Annies. Uh, we oh. talk about our favorite things from the season. So we'll be doing that and talking about the comic book that uh, wrapped up a few weeks ago and we still haven't read it. So um, we're gonna... they, took, they took so long to come out with that last issue, and we were waiting for it, and we finally decided just to wait till the end of the season to yeah. do it. So oh, I have to read it. Um, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, the the one that came out last year was kind of uneven in places, but I read like the first two issues of this one. It's really good. Fills in some of the backstory, the the Helsinki stuff that kept getting right. mentioned that we don't, we still don't know what it was. So, um, but it's all about Helsinki. So we'll be talking about that. And doing our award stuff sometime next week. And then lamenting that we're going into the last season of Orphan Black. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see you guys then. Keep on cloning. Keep on cloning.